Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Need the latest news and analysis on your green and gold? Well, we better call Paul. Green and gold analyst Paul Immig is brought to you by Sprinkler Fitters Local 183. Protecting life and property in Wisconsin since 1906. For career opportunities, go to sprinklerfitters183.org. Paul Emig, our Green and Gold Analyst, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. We'll start out hot with you, Paul, as well. So if the Packers get the win and Seattle gets the win and the Packers then have home field advantage throughout, what do you believe the likelihood to be for this team to end up at Miami for Super Bowl 54? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the path you want. I mean, that's the desirable path. I know the 2010-11 Packers would tell you you don't need it, to make it there, um, and you know several other teams since then, including the New York Giants, who have done it since then through the uh, the lesser traveled path in terms of wild card and the road and all of that. But your likelihood increases greatly. You know, if you're that one seed and you get to play even the lowest remaining seed of uh, of week two, you know you might have a chance then of seeing a Philadelphia, even if they were to to win their four five matchup, assuming that the Eagles are able to clinch the NFC East. Uh, I know the Eagles came into Lambeau and won, but I think if you're playing a 9-7, and seven, potentially 8-8 eight and eight Eagles team, that's a lot more desirable than, say, going to New Orleans, for example. So that's a huge benefit. You know, um, I, I don't think the Packers would want to face Minnesota again. I never like the idea of, of facing a team in your division for a third time, especially so close, but that could be a 1-6 a, you know, matchup if Minnesota was to, to knock off the number three seed. Um, in that first round, but Bill, I think uh, there have been a lot of people, a little bit to, to my surprise, and, and maybe this is a you know a, a dovetail topic for us, but um, who have already kind of considered this season a success. If the Packers do, and I, and I disagree with that, I mean, it has been successful so far. You couldn't have asked mm-hmm. for more yet, but if they were to bow out, you know, in round two after a first round bye, uh, that's that's not a successful season. You blew it, right? Like, I mean, you you, you had a successful regular season, um, but you know you didn't. You know, you you then came up short and you lost at home, et cetera. If that was to go down that path, so I think if you do set yourself up that way, um, you know, thirteen and three, a number one seed, you know, and you're sitting pretty in that position. I you know I would say at that point your expectations need to be that you reach the Super Bowl. Now, easier said than done, but. Two games at Lambeau Field for a chance to go to Miami. I don't know if their chances are, you know, 50% or greater. I don't know if I said, hey, Bill, do you want the Packers or the field? Which path you would take? But, um, you know, you couldn't set up, you couldn't set yourself up any better than that if it were to happen. So what does this team have to do, in your opinion, to win on Sunday? Um, show up. <laughs> <laughs> not have plane issues or what, you know, but I mean, not have any travel issues to and from the stadium. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, it's uh, a matchup that they should obviously win. 
Um, I thought it was interesting to see, and not surprising to see, because Minnesota has locked up the sixth seed, but um, you know, not have uh, to not have Minnesota be able to rest its players. The Packers don't have that luxury because, you know, I don't know which game is is more enticing on Sunday: noon Packers Lions or seven twenty with uh, the Sunday night football matchup, because that's, you know, in a lot of ways that almost matters more. Now the Packers have to take care of business, but I, you know, Bill, it, there's a level of pride that can creep in to these type of teams like the lions who, you know, are, they know they're getting their head coach back, which maybe some players like, maybe other players don't, but, but that's the reality of that situation. Um, you know, they might just have a situation there where, where they really go all out. Now, the counter thing is probably more likely to happen, though, and that is, in fact, in recent years, coincidentally, Packers-Lions, where the Packers had nothing to play for, and you saw a whole bunch of guys, haha, <coughs> Clinton Dick especially, mm-hmm. who you know just had no interest in being there, did not want to have to spend their offseason in rehab, would much rather be on vacation, and just really just are there to not get hurt. Um, and the Packers players, uh, you know, have have done that in recent years, and, and a lot of times that's how you're going to see an NFL team show up um, in those circumstances. Now, again, I think there is the factor of Matt Patricia coming back for next year, whereas like last year Packers, no one thought Joe Philbin was going to be the guy, you know, a few months later. So that was maybe part of the equation for the, the lack of effort that the Packers showed. But, but honestly, uh, it, there is – I know the end result would still that they'd still be 12 and four, but there's just there's no reason, there's no football reason, there's nothing you have seen to this point that these two teams have shown. There should be no explainable reason for the Packers to lose this game other than they just didn't make it to the stadium on time and were DQ'd. You know, like that is how disparate of the talent is on the field, of the motivations that are involved between the two teams. I, I don't, you know, I. I'm always hesitant with the whole roll out the helmets mantra and and I'm cautious of that. But if these two teams played each other 10 times, Bill, in this current situation with the way the Lions are and no Matthew Stafford and all these other factors, I think the Packers should win it 10 times, maybe nine times, but probably 10 out of 10. I just don't see an explainable reason to, to have a Green Bay loss on Sunday. So, and by the way, we're talking with Paul Emig, our Green Gold analyst, uh, on the Schneider Orange Hotline. So then you would assume they get a bye, uh, and whoever their next opponent happens to be. This team, barring any kind of mass injury this weekend, has been as healthy as it, it's ever been, uh, which has in due, you know, contributed to the fact that the team has had success and they've been able to stay on this role. But here's my question. The defense has been healthy, but how – good really is this defense because as of late people say well they're really getting on a roll they're really shutting teams down they've given up 13 15 13 and 10 points uh, over the last four games but on the other hand you can say well they played new york and washington and chicago and then a bad kirk cousins on a monday night so how yeah. good do you believe this defense actually is well let's just let's start off with a cliche you know you can only play who's on your schedule okay fine right like that's if you give up 10 points to the Giants or Washington and nine to Minnesota and whatever it was, you can only play who's on your schedule. Okay, that's all fine. If Zadarius Smith, now we can't expect him to always play the way he did Monday night, but if that guy shows up, um, if the Kevin King who showed up 
on Monday night, and not just because of the interception either, but because of some of the other things that he did as I've gone back and watched that game again last night. If, if those type of performances, if Kenny Clark keeps playing the way Kenny Clark is playing, it's a defense on an upswing. And I think sometimes, again, it is about getting hot at this time of year. It is about feeling good and having momentum at this time of year. And whether it was the benefit of playing poor offenses or not, I think regardless of that fact, the Packers defense does feel good about itself. Players are playing better now for the most part. Zadarius Smith, Kenny Clark, Kevin King, to name a few, who are playing the best football of their season right now. And I, and I think when you do that in late December, no matter who you're playing against, you start to believe as a group that you are legit, which I think for the first few weeks of the regular season, when you saw so many of those end zone celebrations by the defense and, and all of these things that have become really, I think, the calling card and what I think of when I think of the 2019 Packers, I think of the defense and their, their celebrations and their group celebrations that that defense, they went away in the middle of the year. Like that confident turnover ball hawking type of group really disappeared for like a month and a half to two months, but they're back. And I think that, you know, again, headlined by the Darius Smith and Kenny Clark, I, if those guys play like that, and I, you know, what I've seen from offensive line play recently, including Minnesota, which by the way is a playoff, like a good playoff team, and they're being, and, and the Packers defense up front is able to wreck them like that, I, they're very good. Now, if, if for some reason Zadarius Smith and Kenny Clark and some of these guys have a very average day at the office, then they become what they probably were midseason, you know, where they were very susceptible defensively. But again, you want to get, you want to be playing your best right now. Their defense is playing their best right now. And if that's partially a product of playing bad offense, it's fine. But I think you see the confidence back that we saw early in the year when they had, you know, held Chicago to three points and then played Minnesota and won and had all these, these positive feel goods defensively. So I think right now, I would have given you a different answer six weeks ago, Bill, but I think right now this Packers defense is, in fact, very good, you know, led by a few of those names that I mentioned. Paul, always good. We'll break it down on Monday. We'll start talking about the postseason then, okay? Yeah, that will be more fun than breaking down, you know, alliance for sure, <laughs> but it'll be <laughs> – well, you know what? Here's the scary thing: is what, what just what happens if they lose? You know what I mean? Just what happens if at this point in time, you know, on Monday, we're discussing and we're like, "How in the world did that happen?" I mean, that's the one thing that I don't think any of us are planning for or counting on, uh, and we shouldn't. But this is the team that, God forbid, they go into Detroit and lose. You know what I mean? I, I would just say, in the middle of the season, when you lose to a team like the Chargers, who at that time still have the the possibility of turning their season around. Like there was still hope because it's the middle of the year and there's, you know, there's, a, you're going to the West coast and like, there's explainable reasons that you can lose to an inferior team at that time of year. When you are, when those Lions players come Sunday afternoon, they are like eight hours away from flying to some warm place, not having to think about football. Their season is long over. They're on their 18th string quarterback they're done. Like they're, they should, they are, they're human beings like you and I, and they right. presumably are emotionally checked out and they are on the sandy beaches of wherever. It, it's a very different type of situation than, like I said, than, than losing to a, an inferior Chargers team middle of the year. So I, I have not considered the possibility of them losing, but that would be a really bad sign, I think, uh, and a really big setback if it were to happen, but I'd be shocked if it did. Yep, no doubt. Paul, good stuff. We'll talk on Monday. See you, Bill.
All right, pal. Talk to you later. There you go. Paul Emig, our green and gold analyst, uh, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been getting it done. Call them. 800-44-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.